Hello, lovely listener, and welcome back to Adventuring 101, a D&D actual play podcast about four misfits learning to become adventurers through what is basically Adventuring University. Brought to you by the D&D media group Beholder Our Adventure. Once again, I am your Dungeon Master, Robbie, and we are back at it. Last episode, the party got their first taste of Fight Club, with Kazma beating Azur Palurix of the Valkor 4. Marin was also deemed to be likely not evil, though he was betting against his teammates at the Fight Club, so that remains to be determined. Brightclaws eventually decided to try his own luck in the ring, only to be pitted against a Goliath Barbarian, and when we left off, he was just about to get clocked over the head by said Barbarian. Before we get started though, I must admit that we had a bit of a mix-up this episode. We accidentally ended up referring to Tim the Annihilator as Tim the Destroyer, so just a little retcon, we're just referring to him as Tim the Destroyer, that's all. Otherwise, sit back, relax, and enjoy, because in this episode the party truly gets their academic journey going, as well as, well, a few other things you'll see. Welcome to episode 5, The Pregnancy Scare. Alright, let's actually start this podcast. Yeah, alright. Yeah. Alright, let's do it. Let's just jump right into it. Okay. The most so, professional. Yes, we're all professionals here, eventually. So, <laughs> with me, I have, to my non-visible right, Steven Mercer. Uh, Cosima, Red Dragonboard Sailor, Monk. That you play as. That's who I play as. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Okay. And then we have on the other right, Tyler. Yeah, I'm Tyler McQuam. I'm playing as Marin Marcus, the half-elf ranger, and I lack any faith in my allies, so much so that I'm betting against them. Perfect. And then, this time, it's not to my other right, because we have her in more of the center of the table today, is Amanda Stewart. Hello, my name is Luna Sage, and I'm a blue dragon bard. <laughs> blue dragonborn bard, sorry. No, no I like dragon bard. Dragon bard is good. It works well. And then, now actually to my left, we have Elliot Luke Grace Wilson. I is bright claws and our cat. It good. Bye. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's pretty much, pretty much it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> God, quality so, content only uh, on this podcast so, so awkward i yeah. i want to commit sudoku you mean seppuku i mean sekiro <laughs> shadows only die twice the very same which to be fair like playing that when you're not skilled to that type of game is pretty much the same as dying last we left off bright claws was just about to have a giant two by four slammed on his head and was in the process of taking damage so, Bright Claws, mm-hmm. I want you to make a perception check for me. Roll. 
Nat 20! Ooh, you don't that's yell good. at me. Oh, my goodness. That's a good way to start. Yeah. That's a, that's a good sign. I feel good about this. Maybe. Okay. I'm glad. All right. So, as as I we talked about before, you are facing off against the first-year barbarian, Tim the Destroyer, who uh, got in a fight with you through the fight club and is bringing this 2x4 down in your head. Now... As Tim brings this 2x4 down, it looks like it's about to uh, connect squarely with your skull, which would be an imminent knockout. But something very interesting happens. It's almost like a snapshot, like a brief, quick moment that only you really perceive. These thin, black tentacles you see very briefly wrap around Tim's weapon and redirect it. To where it only hits your shoulder, giving you four damage. All right. I'm just going to shout from the sidelines, like, oh, come on, Tim, you can do better than that. I mean, <laughs> good job, Bright Claws. I caused him, I was like, what was that? Oh, uh, no, uh, it's like, oh, Bright Claws, woo! Um, uh, just a reminder about the rules. Uh, spell interference is allowed, right? Uh, no. Okay. No, spell interference is not allowed. You can, like, do Bardic Inspiration and give... Oh, thank, oh, thank God. I have an excuse for uh, honorably forfeiting because of, oh, I, I just so honorable, like, I can't bear the thought of finishing this fight in glorious victory, knowing someone used a spell to interfere. So Here's the tragic. thing. Here's the thing that you, you don't necessarily realize, but the rest of you would realize if you experienced this. Brightclouds is the only person that sees this. All you guys see is Tim's... He looks like he's about to hit Brightclaws on the top of the head, but he his shot goes... His uh, swing goes wide, and it doesn't connect as harshly as it normally would have. Hmm. But Brightclaws, you see the, uh, some kind of interference. Yes. Hmm. All right. So that is Tim's turn. What would you like to do? And as well, would you, are there any allies here who would like to lend a hand? I would like to throw in a towel. Throw in a towel? Uh, can, can you at least give me the opportunity to, like, try it okay. gracefully? You do have a bard of inspiration, so I'm going yeah, to save another one. So don't forget you have a bard of okay, inspiration. Good. Um, uh, if, if I can act. Yeah, it don't... is your turn. All it right. is your party's um, turn. I would like to call out to the referee that, um, timeout, um, somebody interfered with that blow. So you call timeout? Yeah, someone interfered. Okay. Interference. So you, you pull up your hands in the T position and everything stops. And the announcer says, Oh, hold on, folks. It looks like we have some kind of issue. We'll be right back. And Master Ikub descends from his chair. Tim suddenly stops like, is, is everything okay? I didn't hit you too hard, did I? Um, that's actually it. I want to win this fight, but I want to win it honorably and properly, or else I would bring shame to my family, my people, my clan, and all tabaxi, and cats in general. You see, your club was going to hit me straight and true, but I saw something. Some sort of magic redirected it. I don't imagine many of you saw it, but these eyes of mine are quite perceptive. Uh, cat-like reflexes and all. Well, not cat-like, I am a cat. You humans, the yearling goes wrapping off of me. <laughs> but, okay. um, yes. I don't suppose this would mean the integrity of the match is compromised. So Master Akub, who's been observing this fight, descends the stairs, overhears this conversation, and says, I don't think your tabaxi eyes have anything to do with it, my friend. I didn't see anything. I definitely 
saw something. My eyes do not lie to me. At the very least, someone should cast detect magic or the likes. Okay, well, we'll have to stall the fight then and get this place checked out. I'll uh, so we'll we'll call off the fight. All bets will be re- returned. All right. Apologies Ooh. for this <laughs> inconvenience, but I must. I must be. A fight with honor is a good fight. You are yes. a good fighter, Bright Claws. Thank you. I do my best despite the uh, weight class disadvantage. So we'll Tim goes over and says, I- I'm really sorry that our fight got interrupted. And he goes up to yeah. shake your hand. I-, I will shake his hand. Your too. hand almost breaks. He doesn't right. quite realize his yes. own strength. We-, we should schedule a rematch. Yes, at some absolutely. Point. I'm so yes. sorry this happened. Hopefully I- we can. It's, it's yeah. all right. You know, like. These things happen, you know, you just gotta reschedule things, you know, reorganize, like, I mean, everybody loves a good fight, but, you yeah, know, when, yeah, when yeah. like, it's supposed to be one-on-one, not, like, one-on-one, but then someone in the crowd, you know, wants their bets done yeah, the right some way. some people just don't know what's up. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Well, good fight anyways, yeah, and I hope to fight. see you in the ring uh, right. maybe next week. Yes, I'll definitely make it. Thanks for being, like, cool with this and everything. Oh, you too, you too. Best yeah. wishes to you. All right. And he, he walks off and joins his party with a smile on his face. I, I have made new giant friend. <laughs> and a Goliath yeah. nonetheless. Hey, I'm actually the right size for a cat for him. <laughs> oh, that's not, that's not incorrect. I mean, I'm a, I'm, I'm a very big cat, but... For him, yeah. Yeah, but, like, you know, relative. So, uh, the match is called off and everybody disperses. This was the last fight of the evening. So, you guys get all of the money that you placed back. Yeah, Marin Uh, walks off mildly disappointed. Yeah. I woke up happy that I managed to keep my winnings. Yes, you managed to keep everything. So, yes, uh... Does everybody remember what they took out, or I can? I took I, I took out three dollars. Three gold. Nine gold. I, I bet four on Tim. I think <laughs> I bet like seven. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you guys get all of that back. Nothing has changed, and the uh, a couple of students that appear to be like arcane types go into the ring and start casting detect magic and going around, and you just mostly see them shrug, like they don't seem to I... find anything. They question any magic users at this table Ooh, uh, uh they does... uh, get, well master uh magic users in the ring sorry uh including you luna who obviously didn't do anything wrong and they don't suspect you to uh so everything is cleared and nothing seems to come from this investigation right. um could i just like suggest to them someone if anybody knows that cast zone of truth so that i can give ah. absolutely flawless testimony that cannot be denied sure so you want to give your testimony under his yes. under his own truth also possibly if well in zone of truth perhaps they could get anybody else in the arena who knows magic to testify if they had anything to do with it okay yeah that process goes forth i can probably summarize it for you because it doesn't curiously enough result in anything some clerics because there are priests there and clerics to make sure that nobody dies they go through zone of truth go through interviews and questions with all of you magic users at least so luna they get one from bright claws and like a bunch of other people nobody admits to interfering with the match not a single person everything seems to be clean Mm. well you know except for the fact you know i obviously say i saw something and you know zone of truth so they don't they don't dispute it at all at at the very least i am absolutely convinced that i maybe it could have been an illusion i suppose and i'll suggest that to them but 
you know, if somebody did cast an illusion on me on some sort, that once again is interference. Yeah, they, they take note of it, but nobody finds any substantial evidence or testimony to back, to, to confirm. Like, they don't dispute your testimony, but they cannot prove a single thing. Mm. So, perfect. When you're all done, right? We're yes. all winking our way back. You guys to are the, all done. We're making our way back to the dorms now? Yep. So like, right. Cosmo's like... So when I was looking for this place, what happened? Why is he covered in blood? Oh, uh, he's ghost now. What are you talking about, ghost? Uh, he has a ghost stuck in him. I might potentially be possessed. Did you did ghost. you ever use a? Hold up, wait. Maybe it's not a ghost. <laughs> you're, hold you're up. Not, maybe are you? Don't tell me you didn't have unprotected. No. Because of those hands, because of like. Believe it or I, not, I did not have sex with a ghost. You're you're not a you're oh I, you're a boy right. I, I think don't so. think it would matter. Yeah. I'm fairly certain. You're a, you're a guy, right? Fairly be, certain I'm a boy. Huh. To be fair, magic does exist. Okay. It does. So. Yeah, it does. Maybe some weird like, oh boy. Okay, that's, well that's I don't speculate. think I'm pregnant with a ghost. <laughs> oh, it's like, Dear cousin, cousin no. was like looking through like a like he's like, not thinking about baby. You go do like an encyclopedia. It's like, yeah. is this possible? <laughs> it's like, should I get a baby a baby gift for him? I wonder if um, there's. <laughs> you know, I, no, um, but I uh, be careful what you say because you give the DM ideas. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And I, then, have, um, I have been vomiting. Oh, it has been vomiting blood, but yeah. No. Uh, I. So wait, you got any help for him? Um, I don't I mean, like. Was, was it green blood think, or red blood? I, I I do not remember what we actually came here. What type of blood was it yeah. vomiting? Was it like my blood? Regular blood. Regular yeah. Blood. What, was, blood? What, yeah. What, what did you guys do? Like, wait. did you call anyone? Yes. I mean, there was Who? a paladin that tried to help me. You got a paladin. Was it a gold? Dragonborn? No, no. Oh, you'll be dead already if it was. Oh, um, oh those guys are... I mean, I was almost dead. She like, attacked me immediately. Who was it? It was a halfling. Yeah. It was a, a halfling, halfling was going to get you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, like, someone's like, boy, well, you, why you didn't, like, why you didn't just grab the sword and, like, why raise it over their head? Well, I need to check my book first. Why didn't you guys did anything? Like, how did he survive? I tied him to his bed. <laughs> Before or after? <laughs> after, of course. After why? Gonna, because I need to get rope, and I didn't have rope before. Where did you get rope? I bought it off a dwarf. Who was a dwarf? I have no idea who was. It a dwarf. was um Azur's friend. When you went to Azur's friends? Yes, they I think rope? I may have been ripped off. Oh, by the way, where was Azur? Where were they staying? Was it like in the fancy dorms? No, it was on the same floor as you guys. Yeah, same it was, it's like room f- like four, three, six. Maybe I should go near that. Maybe I shouldn't go to the dorms right away for a while. Yes. Ooh. Or uh, wait, there they might won't still be waiting. Be a ghost there, Kazuma. A uh, ghost. I think. Don't you want to punch a ghost? But I don't have that ability yet. I yeah. don't know how to punch a ghost. <laughs> um, well, like Kazuma kind of sits there on a he sits on the bench for a second. He's like, "This is really interesting." <laughs> it is. How do you think uh, I feel? I have a ghost inside me, potentially. Potentially. Well, you should work Crazy. on. Crazy. All these posters say you can say no poster. You're like. Wear a condom. Cannot stress this enough. I don't think I had sex with a ghost. <laughs> well, okay. Um, are you sure about that? The more, the more Cosmo suggesting, and the more fucking Marin is it's thinking. Like, Alright, let's put the like, ghost. Let's put the ghost if? pregnancy on the side, and let's do this. I mean, yeah, just leave that on the back burner. Like, yeah. back like Cosmo's kind of do the J- Jimmy Neutron brain blast. Like he's going. Like, All right. Okay. You guys at, are... the, at the at wait, this is this is this is this is serious sort of business. Being like, Marin, may I borrow a piece of paper? <laughs> sure. Cousin was thinking this is very yeah. dangerous. Yeah, this is very he... dangerous. I'm, I I I open up like my my uh pen, my manual, and take a page out of the or very back. Or charcoal. 
Yeah, and I pass it to you. All right, pass so... a piece of charcoal, and then I step back. You the meter. <laughs> you two passed out in the underdark, not underground, right? It was me and Bright Claws. Bright Claws, I passed right, out. Then I write yeah. that down. That Luna and I are fine. You didn't expect anything, right, Luna? No. You're not like sick or having any illusions or anything? Nope. All right. This violently ill sick, you might need to see a wizard. I mean, or, I've seen him. But not a, pal- not a paladin. And you see a golden dragonborn paladin, you're fucked. There's a little thing with dragonborns is we kind of carry on a little bit of what we are, who we are from what she's very pride. She's not prideful, but don't insult Luna. She won't forget it. Like I called, I called, I called her one nickname before and I can't say it anymore because of well, then I'm also kind of vengeful, but golden dragonborns are very forward and they will not stop. That is a, you might want to see a wizard. So what you're saying is I should keep this on the down low. Did you speak to a cleric? Yes. What did they say? Well, that one, was that that one who talked, talked smacked about my Peter, the alpaca? I believe so. Well, what did she say? What did she say? Do you remember? She more or less like was mostly concerned for you. She didn't find anything particularly wrong with you other than the fact that you were sick. Oh, yeah, she just said, like, if anything else goes wrong, let her know with the sending yeah. stone. Yeah, right. And then Kasuma's like, vomit. Talk to your doctor if you vomit blood. Yeah, vomit <laughs> right. blood. What about you? Anything interesting? Well, there was that oh. magic. Hmm. Tentacle? I wonder if I have a ghost friend now. That would be neat. So, like, so someone it... protected you from not getting your smashed your yes, head in in that ring. It might have been. No, I will not speculate that. Pigeons don't use tentacles. It's <laughs> just squids. All right, mm. we'll just put pigeons in the maybe section. Mm. Uh. This is a wise decision, my dragonborn friend. Also, You're learning. I have theorized the perfect way to free you of your ghostly problems. Oh, no. Does it have anything to do with pigeons? No, it uh. involves the usual tabaxi method oh. of cleansing. Am I about to get fucking stoned? <laughs> no. Oh, that's a shame. I will groom you. Yes. <laughs> it works well for wow. most parasites. Like cosmos like this. Lice and ticks and stuff. No. I mean. Oh, no. But you also don't have Cosmo looks at Luna. So. No. Wouldn't no, that give... I don't know. If, like, I if he's possessed, could it not spread to Brightclaws in some way? Well, I don't think we shouldn't have them... Like, put, If you guys are going to do that, put a sock on the door so Luna and I can give you some time alone. <laughs> do not this mock... This podcast got really sexual. Really do fast, not mock not sure the traditions like of my people all right re- all right all right calm down okay well there is plan b what's plan b mm. speak to a wizard purring tends to calm frightened <laughs> kids but you 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 don't look like a juvenile your species maybe he's you're not a baby are you no you're like a half elf yeah. they live along like why does that work like you just live long as a human and no i think half elves become adults the same time as humans do Okay, yeah. so, yeah, so you're I'm not an adult. You're an adult. I'm an adult. You're not like a big baby, are you? Fairly certain I'm not. All right. I am in university. <laughs> you are, well, maybe there's some really smart ones. I don't know. <laughs> All right. All right. But that's beside the point. Okay, there is. And fueling fan art. Plan C is playing clerics. We, I, I just paste that. Well, we don't go for the cleric. We, we were literally for... just next to a bunch of clerics. I feel like we could just ask them. I think they're still there. Or don't go to a wizard. Vote of hands. Wizard or really cleric? Do you really trust wizards? Yes, I trust wizards so the I trust, podcast can see. I trust, wizards, <laughs> I trust wizards more than I trust clerics. If, um, if I, the possessed one, could throw my hand wait, in the ring, hold on. Yeah. I would say leave it be for a while. Wait, wait, see wait. See if anything wait. else goes wrong, and I should do my best to stay away from I, any I, I've healing got it. or holy magic. I've right, got it. Well, that also makes me ill. Warlocks. They they know stuff about otherworldly spirits. Surely a warlock could figure it out. How about that? We go say hi to a warlock? Maybe. So, well, they're kind of, oh, wait, 
are they like well liked here or are warlocks they like a... are like well you guys don't quite know but you did note in like the because you got like a pamphlet or like in your letter about causing pulls out yeah your your letter that you got it does note that you know you have your various quote unquote class selections of things that the scout that brought you here thought that you would be most likely to be with you know Kazuma for you monk is circled Marin for you ranger is circled that kind of thing yes mm. warlock isn't on the list oh hmm. probably that's interesting and... that, like Kazuma would probably hear like from his graphic scrolls about the, uh, the amazing Morton kind of the graphic scroll and and the fantastical Dan the Magnificent. Yes. Yeah, like, and you probably saw, that's how we learn what warlocks are, is like, mm-hmm. um... Yeah, warlocks are not on the list, and you've had no hearing of warlocks, you have not heard any specifically warlock-related things on campus. There's not even a warlock, like, course. What that Chad? He can probably help you out. I don't... I don't think so. What I... course is he teaching? Sorcery? Yeah. Sorcery. Yeah, I don't... Oh. I mean, maybe. Oh, we can just go see... Inboard magic, possession, sort of similar. Yeah, or maybe we can go see Bartex. The... Barthanax. Barthanax, that floaty meatball. I don't hope he's not right behind me when I'm saying that. <laughs> you just disintegrated. No. <laughs> <laughs> How about we all just get a good night's sleep? This is like, think on it overnight. All right. Maybe then. one of us will get an epiphany. Okay, well, mm. let me just try something out. Oh, boy. What could go wrong? I, I step back another meter. <laughs> Remember, uh, Paylor loves you. Points at a Marin, like trying to like get him to get sick. Maybe that's just like he's trying to remove cause and effect. So you don't get sick from hearing like Paylor, Paylor loves you. This is the mention of the god's name doesn't. No, it doesn't seem to do anything. All right. Yeah, nothing's happened. Okay. So maybe it's just cause and effect and you just ate something awful. But you, you two have knocked down under the ground. From that, this and it whispers of, all right, let's go rest then, and yeah. then we can think about this later. Yeah, so you guys go back to your dorms for a good night's sleep? Yeah. Yeah. All uh, right. Then um, Cosmo's like, oh, no, if it is a baby. Yeah, you guys do not see, uh, you guys know that the Valcor 4 retired very early in the night, uh, at least by when you got there. You do not see them at all. All you saw last of them was them, the three of them, well, two of them. Valkor wasn't carrying Azur, but the four of them hauling Azur back out of the room. Can I retcon something? I said a stupid joke about Kazuma drinking crab juice because I thought it'd be funny like a Simpsons joke. Like, it's just... I still pull- like the idea of crab juice. Okay. You okay. said that a lot as well. You I do. I love that. Okay, I love like that. Five By the time I've edited gone. this, <laughs> crab juice will be canon. All right, I like it. <laughs> he threw a, a thing of crab juice at him. Like, I'm like thinking like, <laughs> well, that was worth it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, so you guys go back to your dorms to get a good night's sleep. Now, the Dragonborn, you guys are fine. Nothing happens to you. Marin. Your symptoms do not change, but they remain the same. You are still too warm, so warm that you cannot have your covers on. Mm. You are still sweating a tiny bit. You even remove your shirt in the night just to get a little more comfortable. But after doing that, you're okay. So, that your symptoms do not change. Okay. Bright claws. Mm. Oh. You have a dream this time. Mm. Well, also, you... <laughs> You're sleeping on the floor. <laughs> oh, yeah, Unless you want to take your bed this time. I will put my box actually, on my your, bed. Your, actually, box is, your box is smashed. Actually, <laughs> actually, when I did, Cosmo gave the gold to Bright Claws because it's a it's a bad luck to put your name on the on on matches. Okay. He said he wanted fifteen gold from him for his bed. 
for the okay. for Kazuma wanted to give fifteen he, back. Yeah, fifteen back. He will give him his Foot Locker. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, so you can sleep in uh, Kazuma's Foot Locker. For I now. will treat it as if it were my own. You can. Okay. Here you go. It's not. I didn't use it at all. Mm, I well, I go through the process of cozifying it. And I suppose I'll gather together the scraps of my foot locker so I can get a new one. Did he complain that they're going to get you a new one? Complaint to the administration because it's their fault that it was broken. Good job, cat dog. And then he goes to sleep. I love that Bright Claws is the only one that like treats it like an actual university. Is actually yeah. like, considering complaining to like higher ups <laughs> about everything. Yeah. Could could you imagine if you're just a resident and then some like faculty member comes in and like breaks your fucking closet or something? <laughs> like tries to kill one of your dormmates? <laughs> yeah. You but know, that, that, the... I would join university for that one. That would be funny. That sounds like an exciting university. Yeah, yeah it sounds like right. that sounds like. Uh... Yeah, if only we could take part in something like that. <laughs> oh wait! Oh wait a second, uh, guys! Don't worry. The law of me uh, says that we'll be kind at some point. Oh uh, no. well, it's, it's gonna happen. Well, there's any day now. Well, uh, well, um, so uh, his symptoms change. Okay. Yes, that's right. I forgot about the plot. <laughs> okay, Bright Claws. Now that you're in Kazuma's trunk and you fall asleep, mm. this time you have a dream. are standing in a large stone vault. Hmm. It is made out of perfectly flattened stone, and in front of you is an enormous, perfectly shard diamond-shaped pink crystal. Ooh, shiny. It is enormous. This You would estimate that this room is about 60 feet high. It goes to the ceiling, hmm. and it pulses with energy with these little wisps around it. Hmm, I will try to catch one of these wisps. Well, the, the wisps start to form into hands and they start to... Oh no, it's a trap. Yes, they start to urge you forward as no. if drawing you to this crystal. No, no, I, I do not trust magic hands. They are my least, my least favorite thing. One of them pulls out a laser pointer. How is this possible? What sorcery is this? The laser pointer points at the crystal. I need you to make a will save. Yes, I figured. Oh, spirits of the ancestors protect me. You have failed me this day, my cat. Forebearers. Mm, What's the number, Elliot? I do not blame them. Um, well, my will power. Um, save, right? Yeah, it's just a wisdom save. Oh, yeah, that's three. Three? <laughs> three. I, I don't have a very good willpower. Like... Yeah. You go on all fours and use your tabaxi speed to jump at the crystal. Mm. And as you leap at the crystal, you go inside of it. Oh, no. The crystal, too, was a lie. Oh, well. And before you, you find yourself in a new space. Oh, no. You I... find yourself... In what you would guess, because you've done a lot of exploring in your time on mm -hmm. the islands of Chalt. You have, you know, explored old crypts and tombs and those kind of things. That's what you do. You're an explorer. Mm. So you're in kind of some kind of like burial crypt. Like there's, you know, alms and bodies on the wall that are kind of just buried away, like in a very ceremonial fashion. It's like a, it's like a dungeon in Skyrim kind of thing. That kind of vibe, if you get what I'm saying. Mm. And in front of you are... Four skeletons. Two of them look like goblins. 
And then there's one goblin that has all its flesh on it. And it's just standing there. Okay, I have a theoretical question. Since I'm in a dream, am I currently well rested? <laughs> I will say you've had a long rest, yes. Yes, astral form for the win. Um, yeah, I, I feel way more confident about my chances now. <laughs> um, there is also a pedestal in the middle of the room that this goblin that it still has its flesh on it is facing. And the goblin is kind of just teetering from left to right, kind of lazily, as if it's not entirely conscious. Ah. And on this pedestal, there are black tentacles oozing out of it and into the five other creatures in the room. And you look down at your feet, and there is a tentacle in you. Wait, what? There's a tentacle in you. Phrasing. There's a tentacle going into your knee. Oh. It's not, it's this, we're in Canada, we're not in Japan. Phew. Thank goodness. Um. And. This is worrying. Do you see one of these tentacles, a smaller tentacle, in the goblin's hand, like piercing into the top of its hand. And as you feel drawn closer to the pedestal, the goblin suddenly perks up in its posture and its head turns 180 degrees to look at you with these piercing purple bright eyes. And the dream stops. And it's just blackness for the rest of the night. You know, I may not be the sharpest tool in the shed, but I know an ominous foreboding dream when I have one. This will require consulting with powers far beyond mere ancestors. This one spirits. requires drugs. <laughs> mm. yeah, much more than catnip. No, I must consult with the greatest divination tool of my kind. The yarn of fate. It'll take, God damn it. probably take like an hour for me to make it in like a workshop. God damn it. But, you know, it's... The threads will tell me what I must do. Like a magic eight ball, but fluffy. This is the sort of stuff that Marin's going to be writing about. Like, the, the, his whole culture. Yeah, he uses gods. the yarn of fate. Yes. Cosmo's walking to the washroom and he's like, thinking to himself, like, did I throw out the, um, my dirty underwear out of there? Uh, that's no problem. Yeah, the Bright Claws <laughs> is having this nightmare, night terror. And you're like, hmm. No, I just imagine the smell he's gaining himself into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, well, go to the washroom. <laughs> so, the next morning breaks for you guys. And instead of just, you know, waking up normally, you hear the sound of church bells that kind of slowly but calmly rile you awake. Bright Claws, you are a little iffy on your quality of your sleep, but as you guys get out of your beds, you see that there is something at the foot of your door, which is closed, nobody's been in there, but there are four satchels and a folded letter on the floor in front of your door. Let's open the letter. Are there dead birds inside the satchel? No. Aw. Maybe we shouldn't open the letter. Open the letter. Maybe we should get get Marin to open the letter. Cosma grabs a letter from Luna's hand and opens it. (laughs) Just snatch it. Yeah. Okay, you open the letter. It says, Greetings, students. Your first class will be your party classes, which will occur exactly at mid-sun today. Check the enclosed notebooks for your additional class schedules. All the best. Mara Turnacle. Mm. Schedule mid schedule. Mid all right, school today. That's, like, <laughs> that's, that's all you could glean from that. School today. Alright, got it. Cool. Let's do school. Yes. 
And the letter also features a note about what's in the satchels. And as you each open the satchels, they're leather satchels, they're nicely made, you find for each of you a leather enclosed notebook with a metal pen chained to it. And it has your names inscribed on the front cover. And when you open up, the inside of the cover contains an animated portrait of you and a brief biography of you. Moving. As well as your courses, your age, where you're from, and a bunch of other interesting information that you don't recall giving. Like what? (laughs) Well, Kazuma... You note that some details about your father. What the frick is this? They determined our internet history. <laughs> I'm going to look up my other is, internet history re- there references. There isn't even internet here. How, were they mining our dream history? The bastards. Mm, yeah. They don't have my alpaca information, and I fold the next page. Oh, a, no, they do. There's, yeah, there's a drawing of the alpaca. No. <laughs> <laughs> And the letter, the second letter, details what this is. This, these magic items, are called Books of Noting. Mm, Truly powerful. Yes. So we can all add Books of Noting to our inventory? You all have Books of Noting. Noted. And it says that these magic items, as long as you have it on you for an hour, they will attune to you and only you, and they cannot be unlocked. Unless, you know, by a specific person, but it doesn't give those exact details of who can unlock it. Only you can use the magic item. Okay. Basically, it is a notebook. You write your notes in it about a subject, and it stores the notes. The notes disappear after you are done with, after you close the book. And then it resets, but it stores the information. And if you want the information that you write down, what you do is you tell the book an accurate fact that you have written down in it, roughly, you know, with, you know, depending on the leeway kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You, will, you tell it an accurate fact that you have written down, and it will give you all of your notes that you've taken about that particular subject that you've written. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, if you wanted to recall something about a specific undead creature, like a zombie, you deposit a accurate piece of information about undead and it will give you all of your notes about undead monsters that kind of thing Hmm. but if you enter incorrect information it will still store it even if the notes are not fully fleshed out but you can correct your notes by cross-referencing it with other students or researching in the library and we can get to that when we get to that but basically it is help to help you recall information but also still study it right so that's how it works Cool. And the pen is a magical pen. It's a metal pen that is has infinite ink. It only works with that book. Oh. Yeah. And there's a cap on the end of it that you can pull out. And it is a, another magic item called a tip of ink erasing. It's an eraser. Yeah, okay. Does it work on non-magical ink or only its own ink? You don't know. It doesn't okay. detail that. And it's uh, attached by a mithril train. Hmm, so wow. the, these are your books of noting. Cool. Now, even though they may, might be... Lot, very convenient for Marin's goal of writing his manual. I think he's just going to keep on writing it into, into his own book. Yes, either. on that as well. Basically, you can purchase new ones that you have that you can have for 500 gold pieces. Goodness. They're expensive. This one that you have now, as long as you remain with the Academy and it's not destroyed, you get to keep it after you graduate. Oh, Ooh, nice memento. That's yes. nice. So, potentially very useful. Mm. Mm. 
Alright, now that I am nice, awake, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, I am going to take this stuff and first I'm going to go down to find whoever is in charge of the warlock classes because I feel like they may know what's going on with the dreams. We don't have warlock classes, dog cat. Dog cat. Wow. Dog cat. What yeah. do you mean? Dog cat. Wait, or you mean that the the, the the name I gave you this episode or the or, or the <laughs> or the they don't what's have an episode. All right. Uh, can I quickly check through my notes to see if there really isn't a warlock class? You can look at the letter you've given. There's no warlock option. Oh, mm, this is inconvenient, but yeah. it also makes sense. This I know you've probably had a mild brain damage. It's, mm-hmm. It just passes, right? Very well. I shall go construct Marin and Shakespeare. consult the yarn of fate. Okay. Mm. All right. So that's uh, basically you guys can go and grab breakfast if you so want, but you, Bright Claw, specifically want to ins- uh, consult with the yarn of fate. Mm. Okay. Cosmo uh, goes has a shower. Is there? Is it private? Our bathrooms are private, or no? It... You have. You guys have one bathroom. Is it also a shower? Uh, there is a. Or is it a bathhouse? Little, uh, the best way I would describe it is it's like sectioned off wooden area in your dorm. <laughs> You click a button, and you don't get the luxury of just having the hot shower. It just prints digitation as you clean. Oh, hmm. it just goes in there, presses it. Yeah. Oh, that's convenient. Still get naked, but then you press yeah, it, no, and then he, you go. Yeah. No, he, he just doesn't care. He just gets naked right away. Yeah. Yeah. By default. By default, man. <laughs> Ooh, perfect. Yeah, write it does down. This, write uh, it down. <laughs> naked, naked, naked. Mm-hmm. I would like to say that now. after all this happened with Kazuma, the priority for Dragonborn and Marin's manual has gone down. <laughs> what about with Luna? He hasn't talked to Luna a lot about um, traditions and cultures. All I've learned from Dragonborn so far has been from Kazuma and Azur. Maybe Azur. Luna's not a normal Azur, Dragonborn. Yeah. Maybe she's... Special. Marin doesn't know that. Uh, wait, does it? No, no, I'm not gonna do that joke. I was gonna, but now Kazuma goes down to breakfast. Okay. And they'll surprise. They don't know what a keto diet is. Oh. <laughs> what is a keto diet? Uh, I don't know what a keto diet is. <laughs> it's some fad. It, it's a. It's specifically for burning fat. I okay. Believe. Oh. Is it when you it's only like, eat fat? It's like what? you eat no, fat. You eat a lot of fat. Like um, oils. Anyways. Yeah. Wait. Hold on. No carbs. This university has books of noting, but. Do they have tablets of Kindle? <laughs> tablets of Kindle. God damn it. We don't have Amazon as a sponsor. Hey, Amazon. Hey, uh. No way. Jeff Bezos will find us. Jeff <laughs> Bezos, you want to sponsor us? He probably Good already point. owns us somehow. He's a powers <laughs> far beyond. Oh, I have a membership. I have a prime membership. Oh, God. He's going to buy the university. <laughs> <laughs> we'll lose our In game. Yeah. 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 Comes onto the show, buys the university, and then leaves. <laughs> Turns out Amazon ends up becoming a multi-dimensional shipping company. I could see it. Yeah. yeah. That's totally something they would do. Yeah. Anyways. But he, he, uh, he goes out and gets something to eat. He doesn't see, he doesn't see the Valcor for anywhere. Like, he's trying to keep him all... I will get to you on that. Uh, right. <laughs> he's trying to be like, he feels a little weird. Like, And do you guys go down for breakfast together? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, Bright Claws, are, do you guys, do you join these guys for breakfast and take the yarn with you? Or are you staying in your room to consult the yarn? I, I never thought I would ask that question. I will consult the yarn in my room. Okay, so you let everybody leave and then consult the yarn. Yeah, I Give sh- me a religion check. Alright. I shall clear <laughs> with my mind. And I shall play with it no. <laughs> as my natural instincts. Mm-hmm. The word I'm looking for, it's... Uh, I'm just basically going to play with it as much as I can out of instinct while clearing my mind. Gotcha. And the results of the yarn will tell me... Bright Claws is the stoner of, like, of the know. campus. 
No. And when gonna, I meet... like, we're not going to see him play frisbee golf. And... <laughs> well, that's bad. Um... Oh, spoilers. <laughs> it's not really a spoiler if I'm about... Wow, consulting yarn didn't yield anything? No. Shocked. I am absolutely shocked. I am I'm not able to properly clear my mind in this state. What was the result? What's Damn the roll? It. What's the roll, Elliot? What's the roll? <laughs> Do you really want to know? Yes. 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 It's a five. Hell yeah. You play with the yarn. You juggle it. You spindle it. You wave it back and forth between your paws. You even mess around with it with your tail. You gain no insights. Truly, this is a powerful force. <laughs> It is blocking me from receiving the yarn's wisdom. <laughs> uh, I must tread lightly, but I will stow away my yarn safely with my luggage. Give me a perception check. Ooh, that's pretty good. It's better than a five. <laughs> yes, very much better. Um, Thirteen. Thirteen? Yes, thirteen. Um, there is a pigeon on the windowsill. You! I should have known. I didn't think you would team up with aquatic life forms. But this, we had no quarrels with squids or any other tentacled creature. Your machinations run far and deep, it seems. But rest assured, you will be thwarted in due time. Cut to you guys enjoying breakfast. Why is Bright Claws the most fleshed out character out of all of us? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I wondered that myself. <laughs> this is the best thing. Okay, so you guys are enjoying breakfast. Yeah. And as noted, you do see the Valcor 4. Azer gives you some very negative looks, Kazuma. But you do see Tim the Destroyer, but he's kind of just going off on his own thing. But the rest of the Valkor 4 are warily eating their breakfast. Kazuma like, looks at Luna and is like, No, why is they, why they should just realize that we are more powerful than they are? Like, every time they try to mess with me, they never ha- happen. Like that time in the bar. Uh, uh, what time in the bar? The, the time in the bar when I was sitting down and enjoying myself a drink, dancing with everyone. and <laughs> Let me guess, ro- you bumped into somebody? No, I just was having a m- merry gale time, you know? So you see the guy that Bright Claws was talking with last night, uh, or sorry, the night before, and he taps you on the shoulder and says, Hey, Kazuma, how you doing? Man, you really kicked Azur's ass that first night. Man, you did a great job. And you kicked her ass the second night? Man, you're on fire. Yeah, yeah, just get the hell out of here. What? Oh, come get on, hell, Get the nine hell out of here. Okay, okay. <laughs> Why are you mean, hey, hey. giant friend? Um, I mean, I won't hate you, but I just want to make sure you you don't I'm get not, into trouble. I'm not trouble. mad, I'm just disappointed. You <laughs> <laughs> no, just have to say that. It's not the fact that I'm not disappointed, it's the fact that... I just don't want to see you hurt, because you're a childhood friend. Yes, but I don't think I'm, like, I'm fine. The only time was when we were underground, but now we might have a, I have an idea. Okay, but, as well, long as it's an idea. There's too many Chasma ideas. I have lots of ideas. <laughs> I'm smart now. Don't worry. I'm, I'm also good looking, strong, and smart, and also humble. Let's eat our breakfast, and while Cosmo just lifts his mountain mall up and just shovels it in. Yeah. Luna does the same. All the yeah. while, yeah, just, Marin's just like casually eating an apple, just like, 
God. <laughs> so you guys are like, yeah, like shoveling food into their mouths. But when I'm doing it, it's normal. When she's doing it, it looks eloquent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hers is like, it's like the Queen of England dying, uh, dining levels of like fashion and high high uh, etiquette. With you, it's a little, it's just more like commoner. <laughs> yeah, at least normal. To everybody else, it looks like you guys are monsters. <laughs> I'm just like making a casual sketch of this in my book. Like... Does Azur do the same? Is it like? Oh yeah, Azur does it too. This is co- pretty common among Dragonborn. Like, I'm not okay. going to bother them at all because I'm clearly just. Uh, I don't think it's it's fair that I kick their ass only if they go after me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But of course. Um, there's other things. It's like Cosmo as well. They done. He was drinking his coffee before they leave. Uh, hey, Marin, you have any ideas what might live underground? Might live underground. Yes. You can give me a history check or a nature check yeah. if you like. I'm going to do a yeah, nature check. I'm just going to flip through my, my uh, manual, see if I have anything written down. That is a 12. So you've mapped some very common underdark things. Like you have like the drow and the Duergar, which are common races. Mm-hmm. Some common like underground predators, maybe an ooze or two. Nothing super sophisticated. Nothing that you might find in like any regular kind of journal or encyclopedia. So it's not super detailed, but you mm-hmm. do have stuff. Like you have a cloaker, for example. Yeah. Um, the kinds of what, uh, what the drow use, like they're like called stink cows or something, aren't they? You know, so you have that basic stuff. Yeah. And there won't be any drow like that around here, are there? Drow are not on this campus. Yeah. No, I'm underground. Yeah, they wanna, I, I, they would, you wouldn't think they're that close. No. No. no, it, like, no drow would the underground be. is owned by the university, so I assume there's no drow down there. Yeah. Would there be an idea that we can get ability to see darkness like you'd, you'd, you would uh, try to give another cat joke? I'll just stick with the cat dog for now. <laughs> I mean, we could be, might be able to find a sort of alchemist or a wizard to cast the dark vision spell on you. They must have some. I heard there's a lantern. I, I heard they must have like an artificer guy. Like I know that's probably new. I, I don't know. There must be something. Like I heard about all these. There's things. a book about it. <laughs> there's a book about it somewhere. But no, mostly like I'm. I'm like I know you probably haven't been around the world, but Luna and I've been for four years. We've been doing our separate thing and my thing was when I, my sensei made me sail to deliver scotch to certain places i met a fair couple of group of people and just practiced my martial arts with them for a few weeks but i never seen an underground monster or anything but i did notice ways around seeing the dark and that's how i got through the oceans with with my um, other school group they might have been weak in the ways of wanting to fight but they were smart individuals Hmm. I just noticed that there were plenty other ways to get around seeing the dark because I know that I have a hard time with it. And But I was wondering if there might be a way around it and not a lantern because that could just be destroyed, right? Hmm. Hmm. But what are, a darkness spell, like you, we were thinking of maybe we could go f- like once a week. We should try to go down if we feel strong enough. Once a week? Once or maybe a week. maybe twice a week to make this interesting. I mean, last time we went down, I'm well, pretty sure I got possessed we by went a demon. One, we went one way. <laughs> Just, you know, even it out. Get everybody possessed. You said possessed. a ghost, yeah. then a demon. Like Demon, ghost, I don't know at this point. Cosmo looks at his Marin's stomach. You're like, you should probably eat more if you're carrying two. <laughs> <laughs> he says this out loud. He says this out loud in the dining room. The more he says I could be pregnant, the more I'm like getting convinced slowly. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty what sure I'm not carrying oh, for two. I think. Oh, well, no. That's when Cosmo just downs his coffee like a like a beast and then yeah. gets out like because he wants to learn about whatever. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So day passed. Bright claws. You eventually, after consulting the yarn, rejoined the group, disappointed. Mm. 
I may or may not have coughed up a hairball after sensing your ridiculous conversation. Anyhow, um, I do I see my giant friend? Yes, you see Tim the Destroyer, and he waves at you happily. I will wave at him happily, and I will go over to him to ask him how he has been. Oh, I'm, you know what? I'm pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good after that fight. You know, things are going pretty well. I'm really excited for the courses today. You know, it's, a, you know, it's our first party class today, right? Oh, well, yes, it should be quite And he gave exciting. us these great little books, too, to help out. I'm really excited. I, I don't know how to write, but I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> Who's your party members, Tim? <laughs> you go up to Tim? Yeah. Uh, that's Kelsey. That's John. <laughs> the human fighter? John Smith. Uh, yeah, that's John Smithington. He's our human fighter. Oh, uh, oh and that's, I think I met him. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, about to cry. he looks at you and he starts to cry. Yeah. Oh, it's that boring guy again. <laughs> oh, he cries out, like, hey, you're way off, you know? Oh, come wait, on, wait, 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 I'm just stating the facts. <laughs> I mean, I know, but come on, man. Does he, does he have, like, you a don't warlock? talk about wait, it. does he have a warlock power? What? No, what's a warlock? Oh, uh, it's a magical thing that happens when you make a contract with some... Kazuma pulls oh, his magical one of his uh, graphic scrolls. It's oh, like, you read that too? Yeah, I got. Oh, that's my favorite I got, one. I got, I got card capture Tiefling Sakura. She's a warlock. That's why we're. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. I recall. No, no, okay. No, no. Anyway, this is uh, my third. He looks at his party members. What? It's a oh, lovely my... story. And uh, <laughs> he points to the third party member, and that's Kaplorklethon. Kaplorklethon. Yeah. What is a... What the fuck is Kaborklathon? Mind Flayer? <laughs> no! <laughs> Mind Flayer Incognito Disguise. It's just... <laughs> we, don't, we don't talk about what Kaborklathon is. Kaborklathon <laughs> looks like a human. And he's like, but he's not a human. Just don't talk to him about it. It's just Kaborklathon, okay? <laughs> I see. Hey, uh, Kaborklathon, how's your day going? Well, it's, um, it's going pretty good, you know? Um, Tim always brightens my day. And, uh, you know, I think we're, I think we're going to have a good day today. Okay. What, this, what did you friendship. eat for breakfast? Uh, you know, I'm a vegetarian, so mm. I, uh, I had my beans and my rice he and my, my vegetables. <laughs> okay, oh, well, gosh. what about the other two? Like, is uh, it, is it... Kelsey and John. Yeah. Kelsey, what Kelsey is... is a half-orc bard. Uh, oh, Heavy metal. You might, have, you might have liked her. Yeah. Hello, Chelsea. My name is Luna. Hello. <laughs> I cannot wait for the Do you like off. playing the harp? Uh, I'm more of a guitar player myself. Yeah. But a I wonder how... singing voice. Thank you. I've been very heavily commented. I, I was raised by orcs, and I've noticed as one of the most beautiful orc singers there are. <laughs> What's your charisma score? I'll buy that. What the hell is that? <laughs> oh. What are you, are trying to metagame? You scrub? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think a harp and a guitar would sound good together, Chelsea? Uh, it depends. I suppose the arrangement can go quite well. Yeah. It'd be fun to play music sometime together. Yes, I agree. Well, I guess if you're in the bard program, yeah? Yes, I am. Well, then I think we'll probably be seeing more of each other. Yay! All right. So, uh, you guys get to... And then uh, John, the human fighter, Kelsey, the half-orc bard, and Kaborklathon, the seemingly human uh, sorcerer. Can't forget about Tim the Destroyer. And Tim the Destroyer, the barbarian. Mm, I liked him. We yeah. will be best friends. So yeah, the day passes on. You guys have your breakfast, and you get to know these guys. They don't quite have a name for themselves yet, but you become a, you get to know them. You know, you, you get to be good friends with them more or less. Kazuma has he's like he has an idea for his team's name, but he's saving it for later. Great. Yeah. Is it Team Ostrich? No, Team Ostrich. 
<laughs> he writes in the note, notes of in the notebook the, the book of noting he's like team ostrich maybe it wouldn't be a tbd would it no oh okay on the other hand i feel like nah i'm not gonna make that joke anyways so you got the bay <laughs> the day passes onward and it gets to about mid-sun and you guys the letter I forgot to mention details the location, which is in this underground classroom space that you guys can find easily enough. Okay. And you guys basically are set up in this lecture hall, uh, and there are four seats at a bunch of little uh, desks on an incline that all of you can sit next to. And you see Tim the Destroyer and his party, who sit next to you guys. The Valkor Four are in the rear. The Cosmo goes to Tim the Destroyer. He's like, you know, my friend Marion is caring for two. So we have a team of five. Oh, tell him I said congratulations. <laughs> he said congratulations. Mm, I give Kazum like, out the cat. Marin is just like that. sort of speechless and like really thinking hard. It's like, I can't get pregnant with a ghost, right? Right? You know what this is reminding me of? You know that scene in Ghostbusters where Ray has sex with a ghost? I, I pray not. Yeah, oh, I did. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you that's what I'm imagining. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do wake up with, like, very little of my clothing on, sprawled out, true. with, like, no sheets, this like, podcast. all sweaty. Like, who knows what's happening, man? Wait, wait, right. You said this too explicit, right? What? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, no. we're fine. We're good. We're yeah. good, we're good. Yeah. Okay, moving on. All right, I'm excited for the lecture. Did, did, right. I don't get, like, a paper airplane hit my head or anything. No. Or, like, a note saying, I'll kill no. you. Maybe? No. Yes. No. I, can I feel like Kazuma would be the person making the airplane. Yeah. Because I was making an airplane. Okay, anyway. Paper magic missile. Stop. (laughs) I'm going to reel you guys in. Cool. So, so, you guys see the guy that looks like Gerald from The Witcher walks into the lecture hall with a half-elf with a bow over his shoulder who marches into the room with them. And the Geralt-looking guy speaks. So, students, welcome to your very first set of party courses. Now, your other courses will be taking place after this courses, usually, but for day, today, to get you oriented, this is just your only class for today. So pay attention. My name is John Tutom. I instruct the fighter classes, and I've been an adventurer for over 60 years. And this is my good companion and an old friend of mine, Maztar Huntar. And Maztar, straight to the is like, hello, I'm Maztar. I am the master hunter that conducts the ranger classes, but you can just call me Master Hunter. Mm. Yeah, very subtle. So, it says, for your first bit of Adventuring Academy, I would like to ask you all, what is the first rule of adventuring? Never break up the party? Correct. Do what is your group? Do you have a group name yet, ma'am? Kazuma? Kazuma, you put up your hand. Uh, the Orcapod. The what? The Orcapod. Because he has, a, Cosmo shows his arms and he has an orcas on his arms. Orcas travel in a pod and they're stronger with it. John looks at you with a quizzical eye. What is this orca you speak of? They're it's beautiful. A, it looks like a fish. Oh. You know that much. Mm. What about like, Team X? Is it a magical beast of some sort? Maybe something that could shoot concentrated water blasts from its face? Or like... Cosmo okay, looks kind uh, of... The, Cosmo looks very nervous. Like he's like... He's, the, or, the orca pod. Right. I'm sure that you get extra marks for that. Well done. Yeah. He looks because he, he's about to cry if he said something bad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you guys like it, right? It's good, right? <laughs> I like it. Okay. The orcapod, great. Says, yes, the number one rule of adventuring is never 
ever under any circumstances split the party. This is something that you should never do. Mm. Steven is literally taking notes right now. <laughs> you, you bought these books for a reason. Yeah, so uh, I'll get to that in a sec, actually. The books of noting. Now, throughout this next week, we will give you the lessons that you need to succeed as adventurers. How these courses will work is that you will learn about a particular set of subjects for the week and note them down in your books of noting that you should have received today. Then, at the end of the week, you will be thrown into one of these, and he pulls out a small purple marble. This is something developed by the wizardry wizarding professor Bartanex. It is a micro-dimension. We have several of these, and they open portals into new planes. Everything makes sense now. The pigeon dropped me into another dimension. <laughs> I should have known. Uh, right, Claus, how high are you? Uh, you yeah. haven't done drugs before class, young man, have you? That's a, that's quite the felony. <laughs> I do Joseph not was doing like the head like, no, no. Wait, you've illegalized catnip. <laughs> yes. Why? I will have a word with you about this after. I am simply. Cosmo's doing that. Like he's 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 elbowing Tim, and we were like, Mm. we're like, ooh. That's a pretty serious offense. That is pretty bad. It is my culture. This is simply my normal attitude on things. (laughs) Are you biased against tabaxi, good sir? Do you Uh think we are all scattered? Give me an intimidation check with advantage because you're checking his privilege. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, then. Uh, Plus my intimidation, which is 17. 17. There you go. He he sets back for a sec. He's like, I will consult with the administration about this. Mm, Do that. Anyways, where the hell was I going with this? Micro dimensions. Micro dimensions. Thank you. These are micro dimensions. At the end of the week, each party will have an assignment based around what we discuss in class over the week. When you are finished with the week, you will go into one of these micro-dimensions for a micro-adventure. Now, these micro-adventures, they are entirely constructed. You technically should not be able to die. Well, you can't die. The uh, It's highly elaborate magic in these items, mm. so you do not have to worry for your safety. Question. Yes. What if you tried to commit suicide within? Then you pop out the other side of it. Then you pop out the portal. All right. What if you were having a heart attack before you entered it? Well, we have clerics on staff for a reason. Hmm. I'm sure there's some way to get around that. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to talk with you after. And Maz, Maz Tar takes over and says, Anyways, so basically how this goes is that you guys learn about the thing that we're talking about in class, and then you apply it in the micro-adventure. You learn from your experiences, and then you come back and your, you know, your marks for the assignment are based around your performance, your efficiency, your teamwork, how much treasure you get, uh, and how well, you know, you basically work with each other to complete your goals and as efficiently and as quickly as a time as possible. The best ones, you know, will go on to get more benefits and possibly scholarships for the university. What kind of benefits? Academies. That's a, re- that's a relevant question. Yes. He starts crying. <laughs> yes. So, the more and more uh, adventures that you complete at the top of the class, you get benefits like reduced costs, more pay, all these kind of things. The best gets the best. Now, today, we're going to learn about the basic v- basics of adventuring. And he puts, the, he puts his own marble into his pocket. So, today, we're learning all about Dungeoneering. Dungeoneering. Here's how this will work because we're not going through a whole lesson. Basically how this functions 
is I give you guys a set of topics. And you guys will say, you know, we'll do a role based on that topic. It can be like, for instance, survival, arcana, religion, mm. stuff like that. Gotcha. 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 And you will take notes based on how well you do. Well, your characters would take notes in your books of noting about that. And you basically declare what you're going to focus on. The overall subjects you just, you know, get anyways. But there are specific subjects that I will give you, such as very specific monsters or kinds of monsters, that you can focus on and get more information out of, but you forego learning about the other things. Mm. So it was the basics much. of... So you learn the basics of... Uh, Dungeoneering. Dungeoneering. You're also going to learn about undead and goblins. Okay. As well as working on an adventuring contract. And those are the four main subjects that you will learn for this week. And then there are some very specific monsters that you can research, or kinds of monsters. And you declare up to three of the monsters that you concentrate on to do notes on. And you can coordinate with each other on this. And then that is in your books of noting. Sound good? All right. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, as I said, dungeons goblins undead and adventure work those are your four subjects and we pick one of them uh well you get a basis of all of them mm -hmm. but if you want you can concentrate especially on one of them okay now what was the last one working as an, an actual adventure and what the conduct is generally or what the academy's idea of conduct is you mean teamwork well, not just that, but, you know, how do you manage basically your own adventuring business kind of thing? I feel like mm. all four of us are just derailing this whole auditorium of people. <laughs> yes. I mean, if everybody wanted us to stop, they would tell us to. I want to know, <laughs> what do you guys focus on right now? Because this is going to be your tutorials throughout the week. Is it goblins or goblinoid? Goblinoids. So they're, they're, I'll give you the specific ones because they're specific monsters that go into, you know, goblins, you got hobgoblins and goblins and bugbears, undead, you have stuff like zombies, skeletons, shadows, etc. Uh, oozes, you got your black puddings, your gelatinous cubes, uh, adventuring conduct is more of like how much you should charge for a contract and this and that. And Dungeoneering is more of like, you know, how to find secret doors, how to find traps, that kind of thing. I think Kazuma would do Dungeoneering. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. he would want to focus on because he's he's a very he's a very perceptive boy. Okay, and he wants to figure out if there's any loot to find to pay off his student okay. debt. So you can write in your book of noting that you're concentrating on dungeoneering. Are we going to do like slimes? Oozes are slimes. Yeah, and um, and you can roll me for that a survival check. All right then. Nat twenty. Damn. Damn boy. Okay, so you can write that you got a nat twenty for dungeoneering. I'm gonna. Who's next? Yeah, I'm gonna. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, Amanda, hold up. Before you roll. Not twenty. Okay, no, because you didn't declare what you were talking about. I oh. was gonna do oozes, please. She she she, she got at twenty. God damn it. Okay. So is that the overall subject of oozes or yeah, a specific just, ooze? Yeah, just just overall. Stat. Overall specific. Okay, so you can write down that you got a nat twenty on the overall subject of oozes. Hmm. Who's next? And for reference. Declare what you are concentrated on before you go, and it can be a specific monster. I'm going to do undead, and I'm going to try to focus mostly on ghosts. Ghosts. Uh, ghosts are not talked about this particular week. Damn it. All right, and then just overall undead. Overall undead? Okay. Give me a religion check. Okay. Uh, that is uh, five. Okay, you can write that you got five for that. Elliot, what hmm. will Bright Claws be concentrating on? I will round things out with goblinoids. 
Okay. Specific kind of goblinoid? Uh, more the ones in my dreams. Regular goblins. Regular goblin. Wait, that's just basically goblinoids in general then, right? Well, no, like there's the hobgoblins and the bugbears. This is specifically goblin. I'll, I'll, I'll just do general studies then. Okay, roll me a nature check. Yeah, nat 20. Oh, Holy crap! Marin's the only one that didn't get a nat, nat 20, but I'm he's the, the nature specialist. Yeah, I'm the fucking nerd. <laughs> Cosmo's right. like, I guess so, I'm the smart one now. SMRT. All right. What are the odds? It's that ghost influence. It's that ghost pregnancy. It's interfering. My god. Elliot, write down that you got a nat 20 for goblinoids, the overall subject of goblinoids. Tyler's frowning so hard. I'm 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 the brainy boy. Oh, Cosmo's like, are you all right? Do you need a? Do you need? Are you having a cravings? Mm, <laughs> this is a bad meme it's and it's cursed. It's a very beautiful moment. This is a Tim. Tim, do you have any like juice to help Marin out? He's having a problem right now. Oh, is, it, is this the baby? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> oh, I, I, I go see Tara Arbor. She apparently does a bunch of the, like the alchemy classes. She might be able to help you. Oh, who? Tara Arbor. Oh, okay. Where is she? Uh, I don't know, but she, you know, she does alchemy in the druidic classes, I think. So. Oh, druids. Great. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she would be uh, your best bet. I love, she, I love, I love the stories of the druids. They're really cool. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Very inspiring. Yeah. Elliot, did, why are you smacking your book against your head? Mm, Bright Claus is banging his head on his desk at the idiosity of these assumptions. Great. This is not biologically possible. <laughs> it is certainly not scientifically possible. This uh, is madness. What did Bright Claus no, care about scientifically possible? Because You're if to there the is one, yarn. Of, one of the few things that is easily noticeable for tabaxis and garden biology is how offspring are created. <laughs> like, people have tried, Sorry. but none have succeeded Tim, to Tim, do it any other uh, way. Cosmo goes up and to so Tim and be like, illogical. Cosmo, he goes up to him and be like, you're not a My Little Druid, are you? What? My what? Little Druid. No, cursed. <laughs> this is a bad meme, and you should feel <laughs> bad. Stop this right now. Minus ten I'm points down... for Gryffindor. <laughs> I'm putting. I'm putting the band hammer on right now. <laughs> We're moving my... along with this goddamn. Plot. I want to just make Amanda Please. laugh. Please. Okay, so you guys get through your lesson despite the bad memes. Mm. Yeah, so uh just like real university. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh god damn it. So yeah, you guys get through your party courses successfully. And you get down most of you get down some really good notes. I was really trying to focus on the ghosts, but they never came up in the Yeah, lecture. you're like you were you were saving up your nom you're like writing stamina just for that and it never came yeah. up. Oh, that's a shame. So now that your class is done, it's getting towards dinner time. What would you guys like to do? As your kind of last actions for the day. Go visit the druid sanctum to speak to someone about like about what's going on with Marin. Do you take Marin with you? Yes. Uh, I yeah. grab Marin by the arm like a cartoon and just drag him out. It's like, help. Help me. Help. <laughs> I don't want to go. Is anybody going to stop Kazuma from No, I'll walk with him. <laughs> right, Claus, do you have any input on this? Kazuma is, I think, getting Marin assessed for pregnancy. I will pounce on Kazuma to have him stop this ridiculousness. So do you attack him? Mm, yes, non-lethally with claws. Oh my god. Kazuma does patient defense. 
No, do it. Roll it. I want to see I you do rolled. it. Give me... Okay, you don't get the chance for patient defense because I'm going to say this is a surprise attack. Okay. <laughs> Give oh, me an work. attack roll. Five. Sorry, dog. <laughs> I noticed you're coming. <clears throat> hey, cat dog. What are you doing? Yeah, you... Uh, so you fly by Kazuma and you miss entirely as he drags Marin along. <laughs> Curses. The backsy speed to catch up. I will try again. You try again? And free Marin from his unjust Give me a constitution roll. Okay. Nat 20. <laughs> what the hell is going on? That's like four nat 20s within like a five, ten minute time. What the hell? Now, let me describe to you what happens. <laughs> this is about getting it real entertaining. So... You guys are kind of in the... There's kind of a section on the university in one of the upper terraces that's more of like the Druidic Circle area. There's not many people there right now because classes aren't in session. And uh, you guys are going along. It's a pretty cordoned off area. It's very peaceful. So you're mostly alone when this happens. Brightclaws comes up behind you, Kazuma, and looks like he's about to pounce on you again. And this time you're expecting it. Except when he comes up to you, Bright Claws, you just have this kind of lurch in your stomach. Mm. And as you move to put your... Because when you pounce, of course, you put your hands towards your opponents with your yeah. claws out. Roll me a d10. That's interesting. No one uses a d10. Seven. Seven? A pulse of black energy bursts out from Bright Claws' hands and hits Kazuma square in the chest. And that's where we're ending. Oh my god. Wait a second. Wait a second. The pigeons have bestowed you with power. <laughs> First power. Adventuring 101 features Stephen Mercer as Kazuma, Amanda Stewart as Luna, Elliot Luke Grace Wilson as Bright Claws, and Tyler McElwem as Marin Mackus, with myself, Robbie Thompson, as the Dungeon Master. Theme song by Sky, aka Baby Sky, on SoundCloud and YouTube. This show is produced by Stephen Mercer, and this episode was edited by Robbie Thompson. Well, that was uh, certainly an episode and a half, I will say. In all my years, playing Dungeons and Dragons, I never thought that I would be helping to conduct a plot about an assumed ghost pregnancy. Editing this episode was, uh, used to say, very interesting. But, you know what's more interesting? Yes, that's, that's my segue. It's social media! If you want to get in touch with us, we are always welcome to people getting in touch with us. Our Twitter is at BeholderHour. And you can also find us on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts as Beholder Our Adventure or Adventuring 101. If you want to leave us some ratings, reviews, and share us around on those platforms, that is super, super hugely helpful. And if you want to keep on top of episodes now that we have a sort of schedule with two episodes a month, make sure to subscribe. we got plenty more in store for you, so until next time, thanks for listening. If Dungeons and Daddies Damn can it. have a kink episode, we're fine. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, just 
The not. entire episode series seasons is kink. Yeah. Why do we do this? Because it's because funny. Why not? Every time you people do something like this, mm, the cat lord cries <laughs> for me. You stray further from God's light. <laughs> 